So amazing, uh, you see how they playing uh, Live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment uh, You don't wanna miss it, so official like you never seen Keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee uh, Everything from highlights and stats You know that we gotta run it back Whether on the field or the court You know that this is where it's at uh, Subscribe, no delaying uh, This is Live Wire uh, Sports and entertainment Let's go What's good, what's good Welcome to a No Live Wire Sports update To all of my Washington Commander fans What's good Alright Today is the day The schedule has dropped and man, whoo, 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 whoo. there's gonna be some exciting games this year. But I ain't. I'll talk about the NFL schedule in a whole going into probably the weekend or, or, or yeah, probably the weekend. I'll probably go into the NFL schedule. But I don't want to focus on my Commanders, my Washington Commanders, because they have. From some reports that I've seen, they have the easiest schedule, but they are tied for the easiest schedule with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, me personally, I don't know how the Dallas Cowboys get the easiest schedule because the fact of the matter is they did make the playoffs and everything, but they shouldn't even have the easiest schedule. But nevertheless, I'm not even worried about Washington. All right, Commanders, you have the easiest schedule this year. With all the turnaround, finding your quarterback, making a play for Carson Wentz, bringing Carson Wentz and having a, <clears throat> a pretty good draft, getting um, Terry McLaurin a running mate, drafting Jahan, Jahan Dotson, getting Curtis Samuels back healthy, getting Logan Thomas back healthy, getting Chase Young back from injury from last year, cutting ties with London Collins, beefing up the defense through the draft, Drafting some depth, getting physical on both sides of the ball. With all that being said, Washington should have a winning record this year. There is no excuses for this schedule. Yeah, there's going to be some tough games, especially with your division rivals. There's going to be some tough games. But nevertheless, we should be winning. We should have come out the gate smoking. And the way the schedule has set up for us, the first six games of the schedule, we should be four and two. Hell, five and one. Five and one. And I, the reason why I say five and one is because we have a back-to-back conference game, Philly then Cowboys. <clears throat> the first two games are against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions. There ain't no way in hell um, we should go, we should lose them two games. We should be 0-2 quickly before we go into the division games. If we could win one of them division games before um, we play Tennessee after Dallas and then the Chicago Bears on a Thursday night, um, we should we should be in a great position now. I think the Tennessee game will be tough, but I still feel Washington should win that game because the only person we have to worry about is um, Derrick Henry, and if we could slow that run, the running game down, they don't have AJ Brown over there, so we don't know what their offense is going to look like. But if we was to slow them down, 
I still say Washington should be <clears throat> it should be five and one, no less than four and two in the in the first six games of the season. The first two games should be a gimme. There's no way in the hell you should lose against the Jacksonville Jaguar in a second year under there. You should not lose to a Detroit Lion with no damn Jared Goff. I, I don't I just not going to accept them. If they lose any one of those games, I'm not accepting it. I'm going to rip them to shreds on it. This team is too talented. We we have depth all across the board. And we should be making some headlines. All right, I'm going to run through a little bit of stuff right here. We all know Ron Rivera is entering his third year with the team. All right, this is a pivotal year for Ron Rivera. With the draft that we have, there's no way in guards green earth that we should not be competitive this year. Um... The second season also features seven victories, but Dallas and Philly vastly improved and pushed Dallas down to third and out of the playoff picture. <coughs> Which, um, you know, because we got swept by the Cowboys last year and we got swept by Philly. You know, we got blown out in the second game against Dallas when we, we could have won the first the first meeting against the Cowboys. We was both in the Philly game, but we lost them. So, if we had won probably them, both of them Philly games, we could have made the wild card last year. But anyway, now Washington starts this year, you know what I'm saying, what I talked about with Carson Wentz through trade with Indy. Um, we cut ties with Eric Flowers, Matt Lionitis, London Collins, DeShazer Everett, Brandon Sheriff, you know what I'm saying? Um... Which Brandon Sheriff signed with the Jaguars. Now that's gonna be pretty interesting. And I think, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see what Brandon Sheriff is made of when he play against us, you know what I'm saying, the first game of the season. And we come after him hard. Whether he's gonna be able to protect um Trevor Lawrence. Now, like I said, we got Chase Y'all coming back um from an ACL torn. Uh, we still got Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Tony Gibson, Terry, Terry Light Rod McLaurin. Oh, I like that. Terry Light Rod McLaurin. That's what I'm calling Light Rod. Um, Washington also brought some potential studs in the draft. Like I said, Dotson. You know what I'm saying? Mathis. <laughs> Brian Robinson. Oh, yeah. We running that ball on some teams this year. So don't think that these teams is going to have the upper hand against us. We're going to be physical. I just know this for a fact, and we will definitely show that. All right. So ultimately, this team may only go as far as Wentz take them. But guess what? I think Wentz is going to have an axe grind. I think Wentz is going to pretty much... Take it personal. I think Wentz is going to be on his revenge tour this year. He get to play Philly twice. He get to play Indy. And if he was to sweep Philly and wins and beat Indy, you think that would not be bittersweet for him? You think he's not thinking about this? Oh, yeah, he definitely is. Especially, you know, playing with, like, check this out. I was watching NFL Live today. And being honest, man, now, I'll, I don't know how some of y'all feel about RG3. I was a huge RG3 fan before he got injured. Um, I don't care what he was with the book and all that stuff. I still love RG3. 
And I think he is a hell of a NFL analyst. The dude can call and he can commentate. I give him so much credit right now for that. He knows what the hell he's talking about. And he got some really good catchphrases. I mean, really. So now today, he did. they asked him. Because they brought up the commanders on there. And he. this is what he said. He said if Carson Wentz could catch that magic from 2017 when he was on um, the MVP run. And he brings that kind of intensity to the commanders. He said he do see Washington making the playoffs or or either going further to the Super Bowl. Now, he didn't say we win the Super Bowl, but he that's his words. Now, hey, I'm not going to bash RG3 about it. And maybe he want us to be successful. Maybe he want us to win. And maybe he want Carson Wentz to be um, everything that he was the year before he got injured. So, hey... I take that, but like he said, we have depth. We have weapons. He said he even said on his mouth, Carson, this is the best offensive weaponry that Carson Wentz ever had, even in Philly and Indianapolis. So therefore, only thing Ron Rivera got to do is coach. Scott Turner got to call the plays right to set Wentz up for success. These. For us to have the schedule that we have, there is no way we should be unsuccessful because we're going to see how well of an offensive coordinator that Scott Turner is. Now, he got this extension. Now, he should be able to open up this playbook a little bit more with all the talent that we got and, and put up some points. We can't be struggling with 17. Now, if it's a defensive game and whatever the case might be, you know what I'm saying, and you know, we going into the, and then, yeah, that's different. But we should be scoring at least 20, the least close to 30 points a game this year. No questions about it. All right, I'm going a little bit more into this. Now, um, it look, <coughs> um, now some of the, some of the games that has, some of the games that we have break, um, we did went down. We're gonna talk about some non-divisional games right now. All right, Washington has the NFC North this year. Those three teams include the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, and the Green Bay Packers. We always get Green Bay every year. We always get Green Bay every year. Now this is the first year that we don't have New Orleans on our schedule. The Saints. We don't have the Saints on our schedule. That's kind of crazy. But we do have the Cleveland Browns. And that's what second to the last game of the season. And we do close out the schedule with the Cowboys. Now that that could be very pivotal because the Cowboys and the, um, the Commanders could have not so much playoff implications, but division implications in that. Now it depends on how Washington Washington's record goes. They might not even they might have a command lead in a division where they don't need to, or they could be tied with Dallas and the winner wins the division and the other ones still make the playoff. So there's a lot um there's a lot that could be factored into that. So um I mean we we could we should have won against Green Bay last year. Now Green Bay don't have Devontae Adams. But they do have um, Christian Watson they drafted. 
and everything like that. But we don't know how great the offense is going to be this year with Aaron Rodgers. So, and then Aaron Rodgers do got to face Tom Brady, them, I think, in week four of this year. So, we don't know what their schedule may be. And like I said, we do play Tennessee Titans. They was another 12-win team. And then Indianapolis, which they won nine games, but Carson Wentz was a quarterback, and they didn't went nowhere. So, um, but they think, like, Washington could look like they should split these games on paper. But me, personally, I think we should beat Green Bay. Green, I, I, I definitely think we should beat Green Bay. I think, <coughs> honest, we should beat the NFC. Oh, we do have Minnesota on the schedule. And that's going to be very good to see us playing against Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I'm going to say this. If Washington was to go and win all three games um, against the Bears, the Lions, and Minnesota, and then lose against Green Bay, what if they sweep that? That's four automatic wins against that division automatically. That sets Washington up real good because you think about it, If they sweep that division – and win the first two games of the season, that's six wins automatically out of 17. You know what I'm saying? Before they get in the division. Then if they split the, the two back-to-back division games with Philly and Dallas, that gives them seven wins total already. So with 10 games left on the season, you still you could probably, say for instance, you beat the Houston Texans, that's eight wins. All right? You beat the Colts, that's nine wins right there. You already on a brink of being in the wild card. And then depends on if Deshaun Watson play, if they don't play. Now Cleveland is a pretty tough team, you know what I'm saying? But they might not have no quarterback play. Now they still will have Baker Mayfield if Deshaun Watson was to get suspended for the whole year. But where how bad would Cleveland be playing if Baker still be there? So imagine you win that game. That's ten wins already. Ten wins. So, now you still have the Giants that you could win against. Say if you did lost against Minnesota and Green Bay, but win the other two games. So, you win, you split split a game with the Giants and Washington, you pick up two division games, you still at 10 wins. You at 10 wins with probably, what, four losses? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 10 or 4, that'd be 14 because you have three games left. That's 17. So then you have Atlanta, which they don't have Matt Ryan there. They got um, what's the dude name um, Mariota there. I think Atlanta coming to us, we should win that game. That but that'll be tough. <clears throat> but um, the Forty ers game would definitely be a tough game for us. Depends on the Debo Samuel situation too. That'll be tough. But I still think. You know, who knows where we could be. Um, so, with that, being, with that being said, I think we could win that Atlanta game. So, imagine we win that Atlanta game. That's 11, that's 11 wins right there for us. You know what I'm saying? 11 wins. Um, say we go 11 and what? 11 and 6. That's a pretty damn good season. 10 to 11 wins. This year will be will really be awesome. Um, the like I said, the Forty ers game will be tough. But do you do I think we could beat the Forty ers Hell yeah, I think we can. 
You know, we you never know. And then we you know we play Dallas, Philly, and then the Giants again. And say we split them games with them. You know what I'm saying? We split them. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Cause then that's that's three losses. Then we had the two losses. I had the two losses with Green Bay and Minnesota. That's five. Yeah, that's five. Yeah, that's 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 five. So I'm missing a team so far. But anyway, regardless. Um but like like I said, Washington last year at home should have beat Dallas. They they lost 27-20 after trailing 24 zip. Um the Eagles overcome a 10-point deficit against us to score 27 points. The final 34 points when we lost to them 27-17. We should have won that game. Um but like I said, Dallas and Dallas and Philly has improved, but Dallas offensive line is a, is 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 a huge question mark for them. The quarterback play like Carson went. I mean, not Carson went, but Jalen Hurts is a decent quarterback, but he's not. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I think they're gonna simplify the game for him. Um, a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? But. I still say that we could topple them. We could topple them because Dallas offensive line is going to be a whole issue this year with them. And we don't know what Zeke Ellis is going to be like anymore. And then, like I said, they don't have Amari Cooper. They have C.D. Lamb they're going to be throwing to. So Dallas offense could take a huge damn step back this year. A huge step back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but nevertheless, um, <clears throat> We lost. We then we got blown out by um, Dallas, fifty-six to seven on Sunday night football. When our season was pretty much messed up, we lost fifty-six fourteen. They Dallas just ran all over us. Um, Philly and then Philly didn't finish off Washington with another comeback win, trailing sixteen to seven at half, and then the, we lost to them twenty to seventeen. So we lost 20-17. So two new games we sh- we should have won. I think our team, this is why I think Washington is a little bit more balanced on defense and offense against them. And I think we still, there's a lot of a lot of moves that we're going to probably be making that nobody just really don't, we haven't heard yet. And I think if we do pick up James Bradbury to solidify our defense, it's going to be hard for teams to pass on us, period. Like, you got to think. Green Bay loved the pass. Dallas loved the pass. But I think Dallas is going to have to rely on the run a little bit more this year because of the fact they don't have a big target to throw to. Um, C.D. Lamb is not going to be able to get behind us, all that. And I think, to me, they offense is probably how our offense looked last year. That is up and down. He got that contract. I don't think he's going to be the same player anymore. And I don't think he's going to deliver Dallas anything. I think he's going to be... The, the new Kirk Cousins for the Dallas Cowboys. Green Bay, love, I mean, like I said, Green Bay love to throw the ball. I think that um, Minnesota going to try to throw the ball a little bit more. But you could get pressure on Kirk Cousins to make him turn over. He is a turnover machine. So it's, he'll put up some numbers, but he will turn the ball over for you. Um, but nevertheless, Washington has its sights on two of the teams, Dallas, and Dallas, Green Bay, the Giants. 
Now, I ain't gonna lie. For some reason, Daniel Jones always has a good game against us, whether he wins, he beats us or not. But the dude turns into damn Captain America for some reason against us. But I think we should handle the Giants pretty well this year. I mean, they do get Shaquan Barkley back, but he is injury prone too. And then Daniel Jones, if he gets injured, I mean, who they have? You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But, nevertheless, the NSV player, if, um, if, if, if Washington could win half of the games that they are playing this year, they going to be a force. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go through the schedule real quick. The first game, like I said, we play. We got preseason. We got Carolina, Kansas City, and Baltimore. Mm, I I just say we we won't even win them preseason games. I don't even care about them preseason games. But check out this. <clears throat> After week six against Chicago, that's like I said, that's a um, that's a Thursday night football game. All right, we got a Monday night game against Philly. On week ten, all right. Then we don't. The December game we play the Giants back to back. Now I think what because we played them back to back, we have a bye week, a bye week in the, in between that time because we do play the 49ers the day before Christmas on Christmas Eve, so that's good. Um, and then we do play the Falcons on Thanksgiving. So that's that's pretty good because they come to us. So we do host a Thanksgiving game and we play the day before Christmas. Then we have um we have the Browns on January the first, and then we have Dallas the last game of the season. The plans because if you look at the two games that they have Either for the Giants 17, 18, they could be flex games. Same thing with the, the Giants, um, the Dallas game, they could be flex games because they could have playoff implications. <clears throat> but like I say, if we win, if we beat Jacksonville, Detroit, the first game of the season, and say, for instance, we beat Philly, that's three, we beat 3 0. Say we do lose to Dallas in, uh, in um, week four. All right, we 3 and 1. Then we turn around and beat Tennessee. We four and one. We beat Chicago on a Thursday night. We be five and one. Turn around, we lose the Green Bay five and two. We beat the Colts six and two. We lose the Minnesota um, seven and three. We turn around, say we do lose to Philly the second night. We seven and four. Then we turn around and beat the Houston Texans. We be eight and four. Then we beat the Falcons on Thanksgiving. We nine and four. Then we turn around, beat the Giants. I said nine and four. I said I think that's be ten and four. Then say we did split with the Giants. Then that's ten and five. Then we lose to. I said we lose to San Francisco. That's ten and six, and we beat Cleveland. That's eleven and six, and then say we lose to Dallas. Oh, <clears throat> we we beat Dallas the last game of the season. That could be eleven 
11 and 7, or we could be 12 and 6. So 11 and 7, 12 and 6 should be a great game. I don't see us. There's no way that we should not. We with that record, we should be in the playoff easily. Easily, we should be in the playoff with that that record. So we should be. Um, cause wait, what we finished eight and eight last year. So we should we should be at least four or five four or five games over five hundred, better than our record eight. Yeah, we should be three or four games better than our better. I mean, our schedule is set up so easily, so there is no way that we should not be. Uh, I mean, we should be we should be a ten or eleven record team this year, a ten and eleven record. I ain't predicting. 11 wins. I'm not going for no 9 and 8 or no um, <clears throat> none of that. I think, <clears throat> me personally, I, I truly believe that if Washington wants to be competitive, I think this team is going to be competitive. I think we're going to put up points. I really think we gonna we gonna have we gonna shock some teams. I really believe that Washington is set up to shock a lot of teams this year. Me personally, I just feel like our first six seven games, we should have a really strong record. You know what I'm saying? A really strong record. Like I said, if we only lose two three games in the first six the first six game well the first six or seven games. We should be in a great position because then we get to the middle of the schedule. We don't have New Orleans on our schedule. We don't have Carolina on our schedule. Which two teams we play every year. You know what I'm saying? We have them on there. Um, we ain't got to worry about no Tampa Bay. We ain't got to worry about no Rams over there. We ain't got to worry about no Arizona Cardinals. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to worry about the Seahawks that we usually play every year. We ain't got to worry about none of these teams. All thing we got to do is go out and handle business. You know what I'm saying? I think we, like I say, I won't be surprised if Washington do beat Minnesota and Green Bay. And they record, and they be a 12-win team. They could be, honestly, Washington could surprise and be a 12-win team this year. If they, if, if everything meshed the way it's supposed to be. I really believe Carson Wentz is going to stun a lot of people. He's going to um, play with a chip on his shoulder. You know it's going to be personal when we play Philly. You know it's going to be personal when we play Indy. And I think the team is going to rally around him. They're going to play hard for him. I think I think Carson Wentz is going to have... I predict for him to have close to an MVP type season. That's that's what I'm predicting for him. Um, but guys, like I always tell y'all every time in these videos, continue to like, subscribe. I do this because I love it. I do it because I want to bring great content to you guys. Um, hit that notification bell every anytime I drop a a, um, a video. Um, leave your comments below. Tell me what you think about the schedule. Tell me. I want to. I want to know from y'all what, how many wins you think the commanders gonna have this year. And I don't want to hear nothing. Say, oh, we gonna, 
we're gonna be eight and eight or or eight and nine and all of that crazy. Kind of have some realistic hope for the team. You know what I'm saying? With all the stuff that we have brought together, yeah, we do got to put it out on the field. And Ron Rivera and the coaching staff gonna have to coach great games. Jake, the, Jack, the real, he gonna have to he he gonna have to have a lot of reway. Like I said. If we do get James Bradbury back there in that defense, we probably gonna have one of we gonna have a young defensive back that's going to solidify with the the defensive front that we have, and we gonna have it's gonna be really good back there. The offense, I think our offense is gonna be it's gonna be hell. It's gonna be hell. Teams are not going to be able to play us the way they played us last year. We we have a lot of firepower, so. Like I said, leave your comments, likes, and, and um, let me know what you think about the commanders. Until the next video, guys, this is your boy, Liar Wire Sports. I'm out. Peace.